Well, listeners, in case you didn't get enough sports today, here's an ad break that'll tell you how to watch even more sports. YouTube is the new home of NFL Sunday Ticket. And if you sign up now, you'll get our lowest full season price of the year. Just go to youtube.com slash presale to get $100 off NFL Sunday Ticket. Watch your favorite team's out-of-market Sunday afternoon games, exclusively on YouTube and YouTube TV. All right, enough about sports. Go get more sports. Terms and embargoes apply. Offer ends June 6th. No refunds. Are you kidding me? That's what? Yeah, every so often it happens that Ryan is right. 100% right. Not even a little <laughs> bit right. Tucker Pullman, two points last game. No kidding. My man. Hey, neither does me running shirtless, but that turned out very well. It so. did. Welcome to the PP1 podcast. Love that intro. Every single time. Gets me. Gets me right in the feels. Gets me in the feels. You know... Not this isn't just like a feel good intro. It's not a feel good show. It's a feel good show because I've got a good friend. Um, we've never met in person. We were really close, really close. In fact, meters away. It feels like uh, you may know him as Canuck Clay or the guy on uh, the billboard across from Rogers Arena, which is you know some kind of a flex, I suppose. Um, Clay Emu, how how are you doing? Welcome to the show again. It's been a minute. How are you doing? Uh, Ryan, thanks for having me, man. Yes, uh, the, that video was pretty good. I hope Teddy's good. I, I want to get a Teddy uh, update from you in a second. But overall, thrilled to be here. Yes, for uh, you being on one of my shows since then, we were this close to meeting in person in Disneyland over the Christmas break. We somehow both made it out of Vancouver, out of that horrendous snowstorm oh, and basking in the California sun. But it wasn't meant to be. It's just going to make our eventual meeting that much sweeter, man. You know what? I hear Kelowna is just as nice as Los <laughs> Angeles or Anaheim. So really, maybe we'll save it, uh, save it for a little bit more intimate, interactive kind of patio beers and that sort of thing. So, I mean, hey, would have been cool to share a beer uh, with yourself or hang out. But sometimes, sometimes it's just not to be like you said. So, no, you know, love it. And how's, and how's Teddy doing? So update to everybody. Ted yeah. is doing well. Uh, I spoke to him. Couple of days ago, we're gonna hopefully hang out next week uh, on week two of spring break. Spring break. Um, yeah, he's doing good. He's still um, he's still getting through some stuff. I mean, his body went through a catastrophic event. Uh, not just the uh, the valve replacement, but the fact, like you know, his you know his chest needed to be you know kind of stretched apart of ribs and such. So. You can imagine that uh, that's no easy task to recover from. Uh, I mean, you and I both have wives and we both have children. You know, I talked to my wife about this uh, about a week ago. And, you know, when you have a child, it's not like you just pop back and you're ready to go tomorrow. It's uh, it's a pretty heavy event to, to go through, in that case, a, a child. Um, but in Ted's case, uh, with his heart, um, yeah, he just little things are kind of, uh, you know, they can be a task for things that you're just, you and I are used to doing and that he's used to doing um, a little bit of a struggle here and there. And I think uh, we were just kind of talking like putting, you know, putting not your, your pride to the side, but, you know, being a little bit humbled and knowing like, Hey, you know, asking for help on the things like some as easy as reaching for something in the the top cupboard or going grocery shopping and being like winded already, or just, you know, just the little things we take for granted. So um, he is doing well. uh, But like I said, he's he's recovering from a a huge, huge life event uh, for his family, for his body as well. Uh, But he's in good spirits. Like I said, hopefully I get to share a beer with him. 
soon enough, but um, you know, we're we're gonna we're gonna wait on that. And like you said, I'll hopefully have another update uh, next week. Um, I do want to bring up, and I I appreciate you bringing up uh, Ted, um, another good friend of the show, good friend of uh, mine and Ted's as well, uh, our friend uh, Whit Penner. Um, he's going through basically the uh, the struggle of his life right now. Um, he had a penile cancer. Uh, which is exactly as it sounds. Um, so he had uh, he had uh, Mr. Johnson removed, and uh, I mean, it's he's open to talk about it. So he's wow. got a Facebook group, and uh, we've been chatting back and forth, and um, we'll have him on the show to talk about. It. I think uh, I think we're at that point. Like I said, it's our show; we can do whatever the heck we want. So yeah, um, he's he's going through some stuff. He's going through some chemo. Uh, his he showered the other day and he kind of wiped off and like his beard basically came off. He just had a haircut last week, so he's going through some stuff. Uh, we love you, Wit. A big, big um, proponent of like the uh, the BC ball hockey and uh, Kelowna ball hockey. Um, he helped get me on uh, the play on shirt um, a few years ago when uh, I was like a co-sponsor, if you will, of the play on tournament in Kelowna. Um, just had to blog about the tournament. That's easy. I love talking. I love hockey. So. Um, he's, he's been a big fan. Um, he's also, uh, an industry partner, um, in the building industry. Uh, you know, so we get to see each other on a bunch of work events and stuff. So, um, he's, he's going through some stuff and uh, I mean, cancer's, uh, it's no small feat and I know wit, you're going to beat this and, uh, you've got a lot of people in your corner. So, um, uh, big shout out to our boy, Whit Penner. Um, we're rooting for you, man. Um, wow. yeah, it's, <laughs> Stuff, life, life events, right? No, it's crazy. Yeah, you know, it's so crazy, Ryan, because uh, yeah, with Ted and with Wit and just uh, probably dozens of stories we don't know about or people don't want public. It, uh, you know, not to get all philosophical right off the bat, but it kind of makes a, a play a hockey team that's struggling to find their identity or trying to make the playoffs or looking for next year. Yeah, we we're big fans, but it, it really puts things in perspective, doesn't it? It's. Uh... I mean, we do a silly podcast and, you know, this is our, I think this is our escape for the most part. And, uh, I think for a lot of people, sports or music or, or art or, you know, uh, meditation or everybody's got something to get away. Like for Ted, like his getaway was working out and like going to the gym and not that he's like a gym rat or anything, but that was like his escape when he just needed to clear his head. Well, when you have heart surgery, you can't exactly go and work out. So for him, <laughs> that was a bit of a struggle. So, uh, I mean, thankfully I can, I can be right beside him and not work out. So that's great. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, everybody's oh. got their escape. And, uh, I think for us, sometimes sports is a nice one where we can forget about, uh, reality for a minute. And, yeah. uh, cause I think sometimes it's a little bit too real. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, thankfully we get to talk. I mean, we'll talk a little bit of Canucks tonight. I promise everyone. <laughs> Uh, at some point we will talk about the team that disappoints us every single year, but, uh, you know, it's, you're right. Sometimes it's, it's nice to get into these sorts of things. Um, Clay, you've been a busy guy. Like I said, you've got the billboard thing. That's going quite well. I mean, it's Pepsi too. Thank goodness. It's not Coke. Of course. Yeah. Why would I do that? I mean, if, if they came to you, I I mean, I'm sure you would have said yes, but like, if it was Coke, what do you say? What do you say? Uh, Truly, uh, yeah. I, why would I lie to you and your and your viewers? No, I would do it too. Uh, because not like it's not like the Pepsi or the Canucks pay me anything, so it's fine. It was it was it was a, an, an agreement of exposure. I got a new jersey out of it, a free jersey and and a Perfect. Pepsi a Lululemon top. So it's all good. Hey, uh, 
yeah, I'm trying to get healthier, but Pepsi Coke doesn't matter to me. Um, uh, trying to drink less of it during Lent until Easter, trying to get uh, better habits. But yeah, it, it could be anything. And I'll, I'll be on a billboard for anything, basically. I, you know what? I think uh, I think we're both in that boat. I mean, we will uh, we will flog ourselves out there for absolutely. Yes. I mean, sometimes just as simple like, hey, like we'll get you on the evening news. I'm good. I'm good yeah. with that. Let's let's, yeah, let's make you, that happen. Um, I had a couple of things in here. I've got my like neat little rundown. I just, you know, I've been, we get our podcast stats every week, right? I'm sure you do as well. Like, how are your numbers in Taiwan doing? <laughs> well, I think I peaked in my very first week. So uh, in all seriousness, I <laughs> I get those numbers. Um, the, the Canadian one, I, I think I barely even register. Um, and truly my show, mine's a YouTube show that I throw right. up on, on a podcast and it, it's fine. I, I will look at the numbers, not every day, but once in a blue moon. But let's yeah. just say... Um, um, I think Canuck Clay is more of a hit in Hong Kong than it okay, is in Canada, okay. in, in All right. Canada yeah. for sure. Yeah, yeah. So our Taiwan and, numbers, we get like every week, right? Yeah. On like the pod, whatever it is, the app. it's an Apple chart. Yeah. And uh, I look and like we're always in like the 20s and 30s. I'm like, it's either really great or really like I'm not sure how to, you know, is that really awesome? And I think it is awesome at the same time. Like, wow, like I almost have to look at that chart and be like, who are we actually beating? Because I mean. That's, you know, like I look at Canucks conversation, the Sakaris and Price yeah. and all that. Canucks like, Central, oh, you got it. You got it. Yeah, you got it. We're, we're beating, if we're beating one of those shows, I'm always happy. Like, it's just one of those things I always get a laugh. I think we topped out at one, like a couple years ago, like yeah. on one random week. I'm like, okay, we're, we're doing something well. I'm like, we've never been there since. Okay. We've got some work to do. <laughs> and you got, again, perspective, 20th in Taiwan could be three listeners <laughs> where i'm not saying it is whereas 20th in canada probably you got to get to like 100 listeners whatever exactly i, I, don't I know think what the numbers total are. listens ever might get us there one week so you know you never know some sometimes uh you know sometimes we're just we're just looking for looking for a spot um we've Love we've it. got a bunch of things i've got some fun stuff planned for tonight uh obviously canucks we're gonna get into um I always kind of get into uh, Scott Rintoul and I chatted about this. Uh, I think was it last week or the week before? Yeah, that was I, that was a good show. That was really good. Yeah. Man, that, I love chatting with that guy. Like he's a pro. Just, he's a pro. He's he's got it all going on. He's 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 fun. Like he's witty. He's on the cusp of you know you got something. He's ready to go. So I, yeah. I I drive around a lot for my work. I sell flooring, so I'm you know traveling around town, and I see a lot of stuff on the road. So this is kind of I'm always looking for something, and usually just presents itself to me. And I, this one I noticed yesterday, um, I was up in, uh, the, the upper mission area and right now it's spring. I I'm, I'm assuming it's spring in Vancouver yeah, and, uh, apparently. I'm sure yeah. you've seen a few of these, uh, the street sweepers out in uh, Vancouver lately. Are they out and about? Yep. Okay. Okay. So they're, they're in Kelowna, a little smaller area. As you can imagine, when you see these street sweepers, sometimes they're not in the best place and they're at the worst time as well so i'm coming down main one of the main stretches and there's like i would say a trail of like six or seven vehicles behind this one street sweeper and this guy <laughs> is collecting a ton of dirt which means huge dirt cloud right behind well there's like this sedan i would say six feet which is way too close to this guy anyway and he's sitting like six feet behind this vehicle or behind the street sweeper and i'm just laughing like if you guys just don't move for like a minute, you can get around this guy and everybody can bypass. Clearly, you're going to get your car like absolutely filthy. And then I started thinking and I'm like, Ryan, I think you're a philosopher. 
maybe this is like uh what's the word i'm looking for a comparison to the canucks where right. we're all sitting behind this street sweeper and all this dust and maybe if the canucks just waited it out for a minute and they get you know they wait for kind of the dirt to start moving a little bit ahead we can actually get around and progress and i thought this might have been one of my brightest moments in my life and then i thought that's sad that's that's <laughs> also sad so i mean what do you think about that well, you're the first person to analogize. I think that's the word you're looking for. I think uh, that's the word, yes. The yes. Canucks to a, a street sweeper. Um, and <laughs> I, I think you intentionally did that on the And that the is e a 1216 point. Okay, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> you did that on the eve of a, a Philip Horonic debut tomorrow. And uh, Yes. At, yeah, and it's, it's kind of funny because I'm actually going to the game tomorrow. I'm excited to see him play because he could be the right shot defenseman that this regime and the previous regime have been missing all along. He could very well be that. And, and of course the debate that we've had in the past three weeks is, but did we have to do it now and at what cost? So independent yes. of that, I, yes, I admit it. I'm excited to see him play and I, I want to see what he can do, but yes, I, I think that we're always going to have this debate uh, between um, the tankist and the, the retoolers and the rebuilders and blah, blah, blah. You know, it's not even a stick when I, when I say this whole positivity thing, I I'm optimistic. I, I can't wait for that, that day where, we're contending and we're actually pushing to a conference final and then a, an ultimate return to the Stanley cup final. And I, I get that that's what all Canucks fans want. It's just all Canucks fans have a different way of, of getting there. But I think mm -hmm. this year, Ryan, you'd agree. This is the one year where you'd say, I, I, no matter how optimistic or pessimistic you are, this is the one year where we actually had a legitimate chance of at least helping our chances. We know how lottery works. There's no guarantees mm -hmm. at all, but this no. is the one year where you actually could uh, help, change that narrative a little bit and it's, it's i wouldn't say it's the most connecting to do i'm not that kind of uh whatever it kind of is though <laughs> yeah no i know I know. Also, I know where you're going but it kind of is it is uh, to fact the fact that they're going to finish eighth ninth or tenth from the bottom instead of fifth that's that's not insignificant for sure yeah it's yeah. Uh, i mean it's still i've been trying to come to terms with how things are and we'll get into this because i kind of have i think a bullet point on this I've been trying to come to terms with what the Canucks are exactly and what they've been. And I think a couple of years ago, we all thought there's no way by, by this point, they're already going to be on the upswing. There's no way that when Connor Bedard becomes available, that they're going to be. And sure enough, they get there and then they don't. And then we all say, okay, obviously. Now, there there are a few other players that are, I mean, they're not Bedard, but there's some pretty amazing talent in that next couple picks again not a generational talent it looks like i'm losing my wi-fi that's cool that's cool um still can hear you good We're, you're good there you go perfect that's all that matters on the on the audio side yeah but at the same time i mean yeah it would have been nice to have the kid from vancouver as a canuck as i mean the next mcdavid crosby ovechkin whatever you want to call it and it does kind of suck that we're gonna miss that again hey maybe Maybe it's in the cards, as people say, that somehow they fluke out and all of this is for naught. And, you know, we're celebrating the streets. This would be about as close to a Stanley Cup as we may see for a while, unfortunately. But you never know. Maybe maybe they somehow get the second pick even and yep. like a Fantilli's available. I'm still saying if they're around the 8th to 10th, there's this kid in Kelowna that's playing really well. He's a winger. I know Ted's not here to to shoot me down. So, um, you know, Andrew Crystal may be available. He does, he, yeah, no, I, I've seen him as ranked as high as number seven. So he's not a big Crystal no. fan? 
Uh, he's, we've, we've had some discussions about BPA and sometimes it's maybe best defenseman available. And I, I agree yeah. on those. I am, uh, I'm a big fan of defensemen, uh, being on the team. I'm not a fan of defensemen in general, cause it's the one position I hate. And yet all my favorite players seems to be defensemen on the Canucks. I don't well, know why. <laughs> like Willie Mitchell just, was yeah, my favorite yeah. Canucks defenseman made no sense. All of a sudden Quinn Hughes gets here. We've had a, like Bieksa. I'm always yeah. wondering, like, why do I love these guys and yet I hate the position? Like, it makes it's conflicting. I can, well, let's I take one, let's take a winger with our first pick, and then we'll take six, five, six defensemen after that. How's that? You know what? If we if we have that many picks, then I'm all for it. Um, <laughs> I should mention as well, because uh, geez, I'm already like 15 minutes in here. Uh, that we are on Facebook Live. You can comment along on on YouTube as well. Uh, looks like our the Cryer Media Twitch page, by the way, we're presented uh, on Cryer Media proudly. Um, we've been in the long grind and, uh, things are really going well with Cryer Media. So please check us out on all those accounts. Um, I got a good one for you. We're, we've got a lot of connect stuff and I think we're going to fit it all in time. Now this is going to be a good one. And I hope I, I hope I surprise you and get a good laugh out of you, but, uh, I'm going to read this out as soon as it comes up. Let's check this out. I'm sure you know what this looks like. Clay. Um, select all the squares with the real Canucks. If there are none, click skip. So we've seen this on the recaptcha, right? We've all yes. seen this. Is there a real Canucks in that, or am I hitting skip? A real Canucks. <laughs> that is good. I'm just looking at the skip. That is pretty funny, actually. So, like, is there, like, are, you know, were the real Canucks with Bruce? Were they with Rick yeah. Tockett? Are we looking at a sad Brock Besser? How about OEL? Are we, you know, are we Elias Patterson? Are we Demko? What are... What are our Canucks right now? Because you know the Kuzmenko and Quinn one at the bottom in the middle. That one, that one drew my eyes for some reason. Like uh, it's Kuzmenko happy go lucky, even though he got benched the, for the game yesterday. Yeah, then that, you have, that was fun. <laughs> that you, was fun. You have Quinn, who's everyone's lauding his his leadership and his, mm-hmm. his how calm and cool he is. So to me, that actually speaks. That that would be my top three of these real Canucks. But how can for me? How can you not go with Petey in the middle? Just, uh, just I didn't even our- plan it to be that. I was I had to rescale this like ten times to just put it into. <laughs> I've got one for Twitter that'll scale a lot better. Okay, I appreciate the one. effort. Yeah, that was that was good. I like that. That was good. Yeah, I just figured, you know, like what what are the Canucks? I'd, I'm I'm one of those witty guys, and I'm always trying to make the show interesting. I thought like, yeah, are the can like which are any of these the real Canucks, and which one would we click on? And I think. You're probably right. I think it is like that Quinn and Kuzmenko. Like there is some hope there. There is a, you know, there is a future. I think that we can see, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I just don't know how much we can actually commit to that. So anyway, yes. I like that. Um, good, good job. Yeah. So you're rocking all your skate gear. You've got the, you know, the, or the locker uh, tab there. I think I need to get myself one of those. Can you buy those on the website? No. So this one, um, it was a gift from the team because uh, I don't know how much I'm allowed to say, but in essence, they uh, it was a gift from the team for a focus group. They had me take. Part okay. In. How's that? Yeah. yeah. Look at this. Yeah. Uh, HSM fangirl gaming. Only a viewer on YouTube. You know what? One is more than zero. Yep. yep. One is more they, than zero. I got to start from the, the bottom and work up. Yeah, and they get all their numbers in Taiwan anyways on their podcast. Exactly. <laughs> like you guys should see. Maybe if for all I know, someone is, is sharing the stream somewhere. We appreciate but, uh, the fact yes, you're even so. watching. So thank you. Thank you, fangirl. Yes, that's awesome. <laughs> um, so I'm looking at all your skate stuff. Mm-hmm. I brought this up with Ted probably last year and earlier this year and probably the year before. 
as a distraction that would fool us all for a little bit so we could get away from, as I brought this up earlier, the reality. Do you think the skate jersey has been enough of a, of a distraction this year? <laughs> Ryan, this is loaded so funny. Question, hey? <laughs> it's 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 so loaded for so many reasons. Some of them I'll tell you as soon as we we press the off-air button. I promise. Oh, okay, gotcha. Fair <laughs> enough. I like this. See, this is what I'm gonna I'm gonna keep recording everybody, so don't worry about it. Uh I, I will say this. I, I did know uh, and I okay, I, I I think we can say this, anyone can say this, that um it was a, a pretty you know good. It, it got people talking the whole free the skate campaign and we had mm. people coming up with their own conspiracy theories and tracking every, all these hints and clues and blah, blah, blah. And I, I can say that I know the team um, had this plan for a long time and they were very well aware that it might come out as a way to distract people from remember middle of January, how poorly the team was doing. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so let, let's, that's the part that I can talk to you more about off air. On air, I, I will say that um, if we if we believe that they've had this in the plans for more than a year and it was just bad timing, especially and the, you might remember Ryan, the day that they they released it, it was the night that the, the Gino passed away on the weekend. So mm-hmm. they even had to. My understanding is they had to revamp some of their their plans too to to honor Gino more than free the skate. But if you remember, right. those happened on the same night, the Wednesday night I in do. February against Tampa Bay. So I mean, kind said, of fitting yeah, though too, right? I mean, totally. It, it 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 was unplanned and at the same time an another not a tribute but it had that feel good moment yeah. that you know at the very least like that was the jersey i mean he came in with and you know yes. that we're all we all remember gino for yeah so to answer i think your question truly all jokes aside is, is a very good question imagine if the canucks uh were 10 points greater in the in the standings they're actually fighting for that wild card spot and it would be an exciting time. We, we'd be saying, oh, the, the skate has propelled us to, to this battle or, or whatever mm-hmm. it may be. Uh, so is it, was it a bit of a distraction? I, I don't think as negatively as some people might think. I think they were a victim of bad timing for sure um, because yeah. the team wasn't playing well and they just made their coaching change and all that. Yep. Um, but uh, for me, I, I like it regardless of what campaign they had planned or not planned. It was, it's always been my favorite Jersey. And that's why you see it all over the place. My picture, my, my name bar, whatever it may be, but mm-hmm. no, I, I, I could, I could un, uh, objectively say that, yeah, maybe it's been a bit of a distraction, but uh, it's not meant to be in a negative way. It was more of a function of po- a poor time. I still like it when they see it on the, when I see it on the ice, but it, it's funny. We've seen it so much now that I also don't mind it's it when they don't wear it. Yeah. Too, yeah. 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 What do you think? We, we know do, how that you works. like it. Yeah. Uh, you know what? It's, the the when it came out, I think now me personally, I wasn't. What would you call? It? I wasn't a fan of it. The yeah. the the initial release of what it was because it got rid of you know the white that was in the logo. And as a purist, if you will, I I think it was a tough sell immediately. Um, but also I I guess when you think about it, and I think Ted brought this up as well, when the stick jersey got re released. Um, with the the patch logo, that was like I think everyone loved that logo right away, and mm-hmm. you know became an awesome jersey. And I, I had to really think and dig down because I love the skate; it's my favorite logo. It's what I grew up with. It's what yeah. I became a Canucks fan through. And I think it was just a tough sell because it wasn't what they could have done. They could have easily just re-released the old one, and everything would have been fine. They had to put their own spin on it, and I get that. 
and it's taken some time. But yeah, I do like it. I think uh, it's just took me a little bit of time to accept that I liked it. I mean, I hated the the salmon skate jersey to begin with. Now yeah. I own one. So, um, <laughs> what, you know, what both player do you have? What player do you have? Uh, it's blank. It's it's still it's still holding blank. I've uh, yeah. now that I've gotten out of the jersey game, I'm I'm not investing as much money into my jerseys ah. anymore. So Jersey City was a great run for all of us, but yeah. I do have to invest more wisely, like a new baseball glove or new Nikes or you know stuff that I don't need. Is okay. So maybe I'm not. Maybe yeah, maybe I haven't moved oh, on. You're a father and a husband. You you can't just spend on a whim anymore. You have you have other people to think about now. See, I've been doing that, and I have this pair of Nikes sitting in my in my checkout. So I've been doing that, and the last time I had the same thought, those shoes passed me by, and I regretted it. So this weekend, uh, while my wife and daughter are away, I will be purchasing those, and they will show up oh. in four weeks, and it'll be great. Even it's though I've so- already been giving the blessing to to buy them, that's not the point. I just feel guilty anyway because that's that's just how my conscience works. So oh, I love it. And here, me, the guy who went from one pair of season tickets to three pairs, thinking that Canucks were gonna uh, do good things this year. But thank but God, you I can was still able to... you can still yeah. sell them. I see you trying to sell them out there, give them yeah. away. Yeah, we're yeah. The same way. We're the same way. Like now, a little scale down. We're in Kelowna, so we yeah. have our rockets. But there's going to be tickets that are going to be coming up soon in our row uh, beside my dad, oh. um, his two seats. So. Um, so we're going to buy the third seat beside nice. There's five in the row. We may eventually own the whole row. We'll see. But uh, it's know. the same thing. We don't need them. But yep. I mean, to have a third and to be able to take both kids or, you know, someone and their friend or I don't know. So we, we all do it because we, we love the team and yep. sure. And that support, blah, 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 blah. It's like, actually, I just want another Canucks ticket because why not? So. Exactly. Exactly. So well, um, let me know how that goes. Yeah. Speaking of Canucks jerseys, I feel like I was on a roll when I was writing all this stuff. You heard the news. Wyatt aren't heard the news. <sighs> Anybody that is listening to the show or watching knows where I'm going with this. Fanatics is going to be the new jersey supplier for the on-ice NHL products starting next season. And that means it's not the replicas. Mm-hmm. That means it will be used on ice. I, as far as fan apparel goes, I think there's a ton of companies, again, having worked in sports retail, there's a lot of companies that have stuff out there. The ones you'd never expect to be um, licensed. And, you know, I know fanatics has made a real big push in the last probably what, six, seven years or so, maybe a bit more. And now they get their big chance to be on the big stage with the NHL. Somehow Nike isn't there which really yeah. doesn't make sense. Adidas, okay, they had their run Reebok, didn't want to do it anymore. I mm-hmm. get that. Um, I just, I don't know. The Fanatics, like really? Like a retailer is getting the premier spot for jerseys. Like how do you feel about that? Yeah, you know, it's funny. You kind of you kind of summed up my feelings from a standpoint of which one doesn't fit in, uh, which one is not like the other. Reebok, Adidas, fanatics like it just it doesn't sound right it, it doesn't sound right it and doesn't I, check the boxes for me <laughs> and quite frankly i i'm not a big jersey guy people on my show know that uh, I, I i i have a decent eye i think i know what i like but I, i'm not into you know the accuracy or the quality but i do understand the angst and why everyone's so mad uh so i i you know it's it's um it, they have a chance i guess to try and reverse they know they must know the reputation that's out there and they yeah. have a chance to do some good by it. But uh, I don't know, like uh, it's 
this is the one thing that it, it's funny. I, I purport to be such a big fan of this team and the Jersey is such a huge part of my identity of a team, but it's actually the one thing that I, I don't say I don't care about. I, I don't really notice. So I understand okay. the angst. I understand. I know that we hear about all these funny stories of people, them getting people's orders wrong, or they just, things don't look right. Yeah. And, and for me, it's just more of a reputation thing. When you compare it to the other, the big dogs out there in terms of manufacturing, it, it didn't make sense to me. Yeah. So one thing, one thing I would like to see fanatics do, and I think this can hit a broader market than the Jersey market. I've sold those name and number tees. I sold them for 10 years. They were 30 bucks. If you went to the team store, they were like 35. I get it. You get a, a better selection of names and numbers. Sure. Right? Let's get those shirts back down to like 30 or 32 bucks. They are not 40 and 45 and $50 a piece. It's yeah. the same cotton that they've been selling for years. It's the same screen print that they've been doing for years. You cannot tell me because I know because we get all of our own crap made. Um, yep. You cannot tell me that those shirts are worth whatever the cost is and that you have to up it. And knowing that bulk buying, you get a better quantity deal. So you're trying to tell me and you're trying to fool all of the fans that these T-shirts are are a $40 sell. No, 45 even, I'm sure, at the team yeah. store. Not a chance. That doesn't work with me. You guys can make some fans happy, and I think you can weasel your way into the back door of our hearts by like giving us like a peace offering, basically. Like we don't have to like it, but give us that at least. Give the vast majority of the people that all we really want is a t-shirt. I can't wear jerseys as much anymore. There's yep, not a lot yep. of occasions where I can make that work, mm, but I can wear a t-shirt every single yep. day. In the winter time, in the summertime, exactly. So let's let's give that to us. Give give you us know, the cheaper T-shirt. Hey, it's Ryan from the PP1 Podcast on Cryer Media. If you're looking for a spot to advertise your company, your brand, your cheese wheel, some beer, maybe some donuts, this is the spot. Reach out to me via DM on Twitter or Instagram at always94, and I'd be more than happy to chat with you. Worst case scenario, we just become best friends. And how awesome does that sound? It's so funny you say that because when I have a lot of t-shirts, but I never buy them regular price. I always wait for the two for one or the box day sale. That's yeah. Smart. And then, and even this one, this is mm -hmm. actually um, the free the skate night. I was yes. at that game. It was my church night, but they dropped it from the ceiling. My son, Sean actually caught it and I, he, he, he told me he promised they did not rip it away from a, a more deserving young kid. So Sean caught this and, but it's a large, I wear large cause I'm a big fat guy. He's medium cause he's actually built. So he gave it to me and as a, as a nice little gift. So again, but cause it was free. So I I'm with you. I'm with you. I don't you spend full, full price for those things. Although some of them do look nice, but um, I, I'm, I'm a very patient person. Hey, you know what? I, I'm a big fan of deals. I am. Uh, is it frugal? I think is the proper word. I, I we have to be. That. We're dads, man. We have to be. I I was that way before. If I know okay. that I can get the same pair of pants from Old Navy that a, uh, that Lululemon is selling, I'll get them at Old Navy. I don't need the I don't need the clout. I'm wearing some Old Navy joggers right now. They cost me thirty bucks. The same ones a Lululemon were like sixty or seventy. Actually, I think they're like a hundred. Guess what? what? These are pretty comfortable, and I bought yeah. two colors. Thank you for wearing, thank you for telling everyone that you're wearing pants. That's good. I am wearing pants. I was gonna wear pajama pants. I don't even know if you're wearing pants, to be honest. I'm not, but I'm wearing shorts. So I just <laughs> that was a quick, 
quick little like just in case anyone's wondering like again 3101 okay we're gonna clip that perfect um i feel like we should be talking about actual hockey we've we've had some fun we've had some yep. fun did you and uh, now i i don't know are you a baseball fan clay uh, no, I understand the game, but no, I'm not a huge fan. Okay. But I did, I did know what happened yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. So last night was the the championship game for the uh, the baseball classic, World Baseball yeah. Classic, Japan versus USA. Surprise, surprise. And it came down to the to actually the top of the ninth because Japan was leading. Yeah. Um, Shohei Otani comes out of the bullpen, which is the weirdest thing to say, to yeah. face his teammate eventually, uh, Mike Trout, top of nine. They needed one run to tie. Now, Mike Trout, like Barry Bonds, he's got a lot of strikeouts. Yeah. And you still want your best on best. Sure enough, Kazem, you know, Japan wins. Great finish, but great theater as well. And I'm going to save up for Canucksters before the deal is over so I can have one. Um, I think uh, that's a smart move. It's still the same team. Hopefully, it's a player that uh, you still like, Fangirl, because... Uh, yeah. You know, I've made that mistake as well a few times. I mean, I guess get whoever you like. If you if you like JT Miller and he gets traded per se, you still like JT Miller. I've got a Tabertuzzi. I've got a Yarko Rutu, actually. Um, I have a David know, Booth. Yeah, there you go. I mean, you got it because you... <laughs> but you know what? You got it because you wanted it. It's not yeah. like you're going to be like, well, I guess because he's a trader. Like, yeah. you've committed to putting a name and number on that jersey. Just, just own it. So... It's yep, a lot easier to get national jerseys because, well, they're always going to be that nationality. So, um, <laughs> anyway, what I was getting to, how is the NHL and or in the Players Association? I get there's insurance reasons and that they don't want to get people injured, but we're missing out on some of the best players not playing in a best on best tournament, yeah. uh, like yeah. the World Cup. At first, I hate, I, I liked the idea, then I hated it. Still thought the Olympics was like the purest best on best, but it really isn't. When they went to the World Cup, they really did have the best on best. There were no, you know, lower tiered countries that are trying to struggle and get in there. They kind of were. But I mean, at the end of the day, it was eight of the best countries and their best talent playing against each other. And even the final was a best of three. So when are when are they going to make that the the tournament that we get to watch again? Because I know they've flirted with it, but it feels like. Like, there's just something that they can't get over. Like, Connor McDavid, I mean, I'm sure you saw his goal. Maybe you didn't tonight. little uh, off the back, a uh, little play there. Or a guy like Connor Bedard or, um, you know, Tage Toms, like, there's or Trevor Zegers. All these players, there's so much talent in the NHL right now, and there always has been. We deserve to have a best-on-best best tournament that isn't the Stanley Cup. That's something we can put to the side, and we can keep going with hockey year-round. I'm with you, man. And by the way, I get my camera's flashing low battery, so I may have to switch soon. But that's okay. I'll, I'll know if you if you phase out. I'll just bring <laughs> you some cool story about why you should listen to our podcast. There you go. It's funny you mentioned the World Baseball Classic. Emo is a Japanese name, so I would. Uh, my late father is Japanese, so I was certainly cheering for Japan. And and I didn't, but I don't know. Like I said, I, I understand the game, but I don't know a lot of the team and players. So when my son Sean told me, "Hey, you got to check out this Otani guy. He's probably." gonna pitch some uh, sometime later in this game and I, I i said pardon like it was just so foreign to me and then yes i understand him versus trout i understand that trout never uh you know three 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 whiffs he never does that yeah all to say yes brilliant theater you're you're right and it captured the the uh, you know ba- baseball fans from around the world 
that World Cup was fun. A little gimmicky when you had the the all the young guys from North America play on their own team. Yeah, I didn't like that. I didn't like that part. I, I thought had, that was the gimmick. Yeah. Yeah, and you had non-sweet. If you weren't from Sweden or Finland or Czechoslovakia or Russia, then you're in, you're just a whole continent team of Europe. <laughs> yeah. Don't don't. Hey, well, how come we all have to be on the same team? Well, what about us young guys? Like, oh yeah, we're the youngsters. Like, yeah, someone needed to think a little longer on that one. <laughs> Yet. Yeah, there's something fascinating, whether it's Olympic hockey, whether it's World Cup of hockey, whether it's Canada Cup for, for the oldies listening. There, mm-hmm. There's something about that. And I don't know, man, maybe it's going to take more of these things at the World Baseball Classic for the Batman and the NHL and the PA to to recognize that we, we are missing out on a good thing here. Because, yeah, they're always going to be the bottom of the, the big four. And they're probably passed in certain U.S. markets by NASCAR or horse racing yeah. or, or World Series of Poker, whatever. So I think, yeah. yeah, exactly. So I think they... It's, it's so easy for you and me to say this from from behind our microphones they just got to get over themselves honestly and mm-hmm. and 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 go for it because one good experience could it can't get any worse look at the all-star game it's fun for like five minutes and then it's like a travesty after that do something uh you know stick your neck out and and i'm with you man i would love to see best on best i don't care what you call it just do it so i know you're of a certain age and mm-hmm. you remember the first lockout mm-hmm and I'm sure you remember the, was it the NHLPA, whatever that tournament was in like Hamilton. Remember that? The four on four tournament, the charity tournament. Even if you could find a way to do, oh, because like his camera cut out, that's okay. Even if you could find a way to do something like that, I mean, that would be kind of gimmicky, I think. And maybe that's like an every two year kind of thing where they have an NHLPA, um, tournament that kind of goes in the middle i i don't know i at the same time i do think they've been just so sporadic with this world cup uh offering that they need to make that consistent maybe get out of the olympics and get back to the olympics being for amateur talent which it is and (laughs) then you get back into a world cup and make that your thing but really own it. And we've been saying this, I think, well, yeah, the last one was what, 2013 or 2012, the last lockout? Uh, Some, somewhere around yeah, there. Yeah, somewhere in there. After the, just after the Canucks made their run, yeah, for sure. Yeah, so you, you've got this tournament, and I think you need to go back to what it was meant to be in a best on best. You can't have these hybrid, you know, North America and Europe. Like, that's stupid. It, it is. I, I'm a fan of hockey, and I'm a fan of the odd gimmick that makes sense. That was, I know some people liked it, but it, it wasn't what it needed to be. At the end of the day, you want a country that's like, you don't want to have Team Canada versus the North American stars of the end. Like, come on, we all don't <laughs> want that. You just don't. So you yeah. want a country versus country or figure out a way that you can have it properly um, sanctioned with, like, I don't know, like, do you make it for the, like the divisions again? Maybe you have a divisional team. Like here's the the best on best of it, like every division of the NHL, but you make that your, I don't know. I don't Mm. know how you make that work, but they have to find a way to get this back on the mainstream because they are getting passed aside by as much as I love baseball is not an exciting sport. Like it's exciting Mm. in the sense that a lot of cool things happen, but it's like two and a half to three hours of just sitting there and you can go to the bathroom, you can go make lunch and you can do I, I love baseball and I, I would love to be able to get back to a game as soon as humanly possible. But I'm also aware that it doesn't have the excitement that, uh, that hockey has, um, you know, the, the grittiness of it and all those things. So 
I do think they need to find a way to get back to that. And uh, hopefully they do soon anyway. Yeah. And you hear stories of, of, uh, I think it was Mike Trout. I, I heard on sports or someone said that that was the, the most, the most fun he's had over 10 days. So these guys wanted to be there and, um, mm-hmm. that's going to be the have to Ryan. That's going to be, have to be the fundamental mind mind shift here is, is, or is shift in thinking is, is yeah, not worry about injury or insurance or contracts or whatever it's is. Do you want to be there? Do you want to play for your country? And what does that mean to you? So baseball gets it right now for sure. I mean, make the, make the prize worth it. Yep. Yes. Make the prize worth it. And I mean, Hey, we, we all like stuff. We all like money. Mm -hmm. And maybe there's guys on those teams that like, I don't know, make the purse ridiculous. Like, you look at golf, they had to adjust with the live tournament. Yeah, bring uh, all those guys over. Yeah. You know, but you know what I mean? Like that when yeah. the live uh the live golf uh league came out, PGA yeah. had to take notice because unfortunately it was a legit league. And yeah. now it is, and the PGAs had to up their purses. They're you're changing some of their structure because there was a legitimate threat, but there was also a legitimate offer on the other yes. side. And yeah. I think there's going to be some guys, maybe they haven't earned that big contract yet. And they're on, you know, uh, team Sweden or, or I mean, eventually team Russia or, or whichever country, Finland doesn't matter. Germany, maybe there's a guy that hasn't earned that contract and they make it to the semifinals. And maybe there is a cash prize or mm-hmm. something like that, where you're thinking, you know what, if we get this far, like, yeah, I, you know, I haven't got my big contract yet and I could use a million dollars. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, make it make it worthwhile. I was listening to uh, uh, we were talking about Scott Rintoul, the his uh, West Coast Express podcast. I'm sure you've heard it as well. Um, absolutely amazing. And I will continue to pump that out because I think it it's what we've all been uh, clamoring for. And when the salary cap came out, do you remember what the first ceiling was, Clay? I don't. Thirty nine million dollars was what, the perhaps- ceiling. Thirty-nine million dollars. Wow! What year was that? This was uh, two thousand. It was the two thousand five, two thousand six season. Wow! Half of less than half of what it is right now. Wow! Thirty-nine million dollars. They couldn't even call up a goaltender back then (laughs) because it was going to cost. They were going to lose someone. It was going to cost some money. Like that is unbelievable oh and that's now, right that's a alex old story right where he had to play 60 games or whatever yeah and now we're looking like well it's probably only going to go up a million to like 89 this yeah. year yeah yeah oh. and the floor is probably like 50 <laughs> like that's wild to think so anyway like oh. money talks so yeah um yep yep now this was something uh, i want to get into a little bit more of the reality side of things um Thomas Drantz, I think this was about a week or two ago, and I'm pretty sure this was his article on uh, The Athletic, mentioned about the Canucks' new competitive window, considering that they're essentially going for whatever they're going for right now. It looks like all signs would point to an OEL buyout, which is what it is, and mm-hmm. they're they're hampered with that contract. And if they do buy them out, the first couple of years are team-friendly as far as... Um, the recapture payments or whatever that goes. Um, so they kind of have to go for whatever they're going for right now. So I, I, I guess we look at it, Clay, and I think that in these first few years, like how much of, first of all, like next season is the soonest, how much of this team actually changes and can they actually put like a two round 
playoff run in the next year or two together. Ryan, I, I think they can, but so many things have to go right. Because I, I do think you you can actually believe let, let's let's say Demko's fine and he's shown that he's been fine. Let, let's say we're not worried about the goaltender, whether it's Martin or Seelovs or another veteran, yeah. Adelia like veteran. So I'm not worried about the goaltending. You probably know where sure. I'm going this. I'm not worried about the forwards. We have so many wingers. We need a third line center. Like I want Neil Zaman as my fourth center, not my third. And right. with no Horvat, you go PD Miller and you need someone. Um, it's not Jarais, it's not Studnika. You need, I think, Ratu still a couple of years away. So I, I think you need that. But you have this bevy of wingers and we, we can name them all, but we know. And this doesn't include McKayev and Pearson. Pearson might not play, but McKayev's still not playing. So we have all that and all these guys in Abbotsford that are going to be knocking down the door. And then it's still the blue line. And uh, I, I know there's a lot of talk about Ethan Bear. Do you re sign him? Well, if you have Ronick and you have Myers and you're not going to buy Myers out, you can play pay Ethan Bear two and a half to play on your third pairing. That doesn't make sense when you can do a, a Burles or Breeze ball or Jilson for one third that. So mm -hmm. I, I think you got to improve the D, but I, I do think, and it's so hard to say, you know, first round, second round, whatever. But I, I think if a lot of things go right, better penalty kill, Demko healthy, club healthy, scoring from PD and Miller and, and Kuzmeko, I, I, you know, Fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice, shame on me, or whatever fool the thing is. Times, yeah, yeah, yeah see, pretty much. Because I was predicting the them. Decade. <laughs> I was predicting the finish third this year, but I, I do think they could be um, uh, a playoff team. But things do have to go right. But I agree in, in principle with Thomas Drance and, and that that whole notion of that Hironic. We joked around about it right from the very start of the show. That Hironic deal showed that they weren't committed to a true. Rebuild, rebuild even that. though all yeah the small moves up to that actually showed that they were really nice moves and then they did that one which wasn't a disaster it's just uh the timing was questionable and what they gave up was questionable but um i i quickly learned to put those things behind me and and just focus on what's what's ahead and uh yeah to answer your question in a, in a sh much shorter way i do think they can be a playoff team but a lot of things have to go right i think health is i think usually that's the biggest one for any team yeah. To, to make any kind of a run, whether it's even making the playoffs or going all the way. I think if they get health, and I don't even know what health looks like on <laughs> for this Canucks team because, I mean, they're healthy right now, but I, how many times have I forgot? Oh, yeah, Mikheyev and Pearson are not here. We yeah. haven't had Sutter for a year and a half already, which, I mean, that's a whole other thing. There, there's a lot of, I mean, we looked at Hamannick. We've looked at, like, who else am I missing that's still injured? Um, yeah, well, Pool Pullman, we didn't see all year. Dr. Pullman, exactly. Yeah. So there's yeah. guys that are, are part of this team that most of us have legitimately forgotten about because they just haven't been there. Uh, Demko was gone for a while. I think Quinn Hughes was injured this year, was he not? Or was that last year? No, thank God. He only, he's only missed two games this year, one game yeah. this year. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, but, I mean, JT yeah. Miller, like there's there's been all these things that have been going on and we're we're trying to figure out like what are the Canucks and go back to my little uh my funny little picture from before there <laughs> i mean if they go into next season with this exact same team yeah there there's some great positives to take from this at the same time they need to figure out on their end what they are because i do not believe that this team like the goaltending's great if demko is anything like he's been since he's returned from injury which i i believe that is again we all hate using it, but screw it. Bubble Demko. Like that's just his nickname. Call him who cares, man. Embrace it. That's when he became a superstar to us. And yep. 
I think if we get if we get the the Demko that we all seem to know back, which I believe he's here aside from his work overload. Um, yeah, I think that's the first part. We've got Heronic, we've got Quinn Hughes, um, Ethan Bear. Maybe there's a possibility that Luke Shen comes back next season mm-hmm. um, as whatever you know, as a lower end uh, D guy. He's going to have to make a little bit more because he's clearly proven that he's worth a ton, and we'll find out what he's like in the playoffs this year with Toronto. Yeah, but I I, I do wonder what it's going to look like because they have a, they need a few pieces to at, at the very least make the playoffs and be a legitimate playoff team, not a contender, but a legitimate playoff team that is a deserving of one of those top eight spots. Because mm-hmm. I don't think they're quite there yet, and they're proving they they're teetering. It's just again that that terrible start, and obviously they've gone through another year of uh, wholesale changes from coaches to um, obviously Bo Horvat getting traded as well. Next season, if this is what they're embracing, a retool, then they need to embrace that. There's a few parts that need to go. Whether that is they find a suitor for Brock Besser, or they find a suitor for. I mean, maybe they trade away a Mikheyev because they realize when he was here, he was an absolute asset um, on the mm-hmm. PK as well as his speed. There's, they, they do have some pieces that are movable that have value. It's, and I mean, as we both know, the NHL is pretty stupid when it comes to uh, <laughs> you know currency. So they they look at things like, oh well, we can change them. Like, mm, no, it usually doesn't happen. But I'm all for it if somebody believes they can change. X, Y, or Z from this current team. So uh, I want to believe that things get better next season. I think they will. But, I mean, whatever this season is, finish out the way it is. Like, I've been cheering for wins. I'm sure you have been as well. uh, It is tough because there was an opportunity for... for a franchise changing player to to come here but that's never happened to the Canucks and we've found ways to get around that so maybe mm. that's not in the cards for the Vancouver Canucks and I'm okay with that we seem to yeah, have some decent players since then ex- exactly and I think yeah what Ryan once you and I got over the fact that they weren't going to be a bottom five team because their their average is simply way better than other teams average now mm. you, you you flip it and you say okay it's pretty cool Pedersen's race for 100 points PD and Kuzmiko's race for 40 goals. How does Quinn Hughes continue to evolve as the best defenseman that's not going to get any Norris Trophy consideration this year because a uh, our team well, sucked. Eric Carlson's out of his mind this year. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like who, uh, no one saw, no one saw Father Time <laughs> rewinding itself. Like totally. welcome to Blockbuster. Did you remember to rewind that? <laughs> like it doesn't make any sense that he's having like the year of his life. But which is great. Sure. Eric Carlson doesn't suck. He just yep. hasn't been well for a while. So. I'm with you. And then we have Philip Ronick debuting with Aiden McDonough getting in on the weekend. So there's enough. We just rattle off five or six kind of stories that at least uh, to use that word distract or, or at least keep our eye on. There's always something going on with this team. And maybe it'd be nice to have some normalcy, Ryan, for the last month of the season instead of what was happening in November, December. So we'll see. <laughs> normalcy. I remember it well. I remember it well. <laughs> I remember going to games when we were just like, how many goals are we going to win by? Like, yeah, the Sedins are going to score. Luongo's yeah. going to have a great game. Oh, I remember those days. Wow. I remember those days too. Back yeah. in my day, yeah. <laughs> and then I moved away and everything. Maybe it was me. Maybe Gotta come back, me. man. Gotta come Maybe. back. I can't, I can't. I, can't I got some it. tickets I can sell you. <laughs> I, yeah, exactly. No kidding. So, which actually leads into uh, my next point. We're almost done here. Um, what's the... 
I'm going to do a, we're going a vibe check, if you will. All right. What's what's the, what's the vibe like right now at Canucks games? I haven't been, mm. um, excuse me, since last season yeah. when uh, Vechkin was going to be uh, third. We missed it by a game, I think. Yes. And uh, so that which is great. Um, but I mean, we've been watching all on TV and, you know, things have been pretty cool. Skate Jersey, um, yeah. some of the cool, uh, um, you know, tribute nights, this and that. But like, what's it been like in Rogers Arena for anybody that isn't necessarily living in Vancouver? Like, what's the vibe check? Yeah, no, that's fair. Um, it's kind of what you expect for the big games, the Torontos of the world. Um, the the crowds are still pretty into it. even the Vegas game last night. I, I my daughter went, not me. It was, uh, but you could tell that there the crowds, especially after JT Miller scored his shorty there. The oh, penalty shot. There's yeah. a yeah. So I think for the big games, and I was at that Montreal game back in November. That was crazy. That seven six victory. So I, I think the big teams, the big games, those are still a good vibe. But then, man, a Monday game against Nashville, a Wednesday game against Arizona. Even tomorrow, as much as I want to see Philip Ronick, I'm not sure if he he turns the page for eighteen thousand people. To, yeah. So so uh, to answer your question, Ryan, I I think it's kind of what you expect as. As the Boudreaux thing was winding down, as as fans were understandably upset for him, although I, mm -hmm. I still think it was the right move, but that's another conversation. They, yeah. you could tell that the the crowd was so ready to turn on ownership and and management that because they were rooting for Boudreaux and poor Rick Tockett, he hasn't done a thing wrong and he's yeah. already getting booed and, and there Bruce there it is chance in his first game, but uh, so I I think now. People have kind of try have tuned into kind of what we talked about. They're not going to finish last. They're not going to intentionally tank. Their players are too good. So let's celebrate what those good players are doing. Let's keep an eye on next season and let's just accept this. Try and be entertained for these last ten games. So I, I do think it's a, it's a bit of both. I think fans are smart in Vancouver. They're smart smart enough, Ryan, to understand what's happening. Then it's up to them how they decide to react when they're at the game. But they're most frustrated. For sure, that I've heard the fans were for some reason when the Canucks were winning, when they should have been losing about a month ago, when they were actually had a were on the cusp of the bottom five, as we talked about. I think that, rightfully so, I think we were all a little bit upset. I mean, you can't help but be knowing that they had, as you said, they made the moves to get close enough to tanking, and they kind of admitted it in an interview as well. Yeah, Rutherford and said they, it. Yeah, yeah. So I think we all kind of thought like. Okay, they made this move and they made yeah. this move and they made this move. I think they finally understood what we've been asking. And then they just erased it all and got rid of two draft picks. And again, Philip Peronic may end up being a phenomenal player that you know we love and cherish, and he's a ring of honor player one day. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> like, but right now, what we know is that we were this close to having a better than good chance at getting that top pick. Again, it is a lottery and there are chances. And we've seen that Philly has been at the top of those in New Jersey. And sometimes mm -hmm. it doesn't matter where you finish in the top 10. Sometimes, you know, that one lottery ball falls the right way and, yep. you know, your franchise changes. So yep. it is what it is. Um, but I appreciate uh, that you've kind of given that. Because like I said, I, a lot of us are not necessarily in Vancouver. And it's it's nice to know, like, I, I love going back. I don't care if the Canucks were going to get shelled. I the last two games I saw, I think yeah, the last game was a Vetchkin last year, and then the time before that um, was a couple years ago. Uh, it was I think it was in the Sedins last season, and they lost to San Jose, 
mm-hmm. on a Saturday night and it was like a three, two game, but it was, I think it was like the first most exciting game the team had played in like two months. And people are actually <laughs> like, wow, that was actually a really good game. I know we lost, but it felt like great. So, you know, there's, it, it can fun can be had at Rogers arena. And I, I mean, this team, our greatest, our greatest success has been failure. So I think if we just embrace whatever it is currently, I mean, we don't control it. You and I don't control the Canucks. We don't get to control who's on the ice. We don't get to control who's in net. We don't control who they're going to trade away or who they're going to sign. So I think we can yell at clouds all we want. But at the end of the day, I mean, they're rocking a skate jersey. They're, you know, we've got one of the best defense and we've got one of the best, uh, you know, pure playmakers in the NHL and Elias Pettersson. JT Miller is here, whether you like it or not. And He's not a bad hockey player. No, not at all. That's the cap hit and what he's going to be making next year, blah, blah, blah. I get it. It's ad nauseum. Let's get over those things and let's enjoy the Canucks. Final thing, Clay. This actually, I just saw this about an hour before we started. And we're going to finish on a high or low note, depending on how this goes. (laughs) Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, once and for all, is releasing in April on Netflix. It is a movie. I don't know uh, where you're at on your Power Rangers uh, love. Um, from when it first came out, I was a big fan as as a young lad when it came out. I think I would have been in my probably 12 or 13-year-old age group whenever whatever year that came out. Yeah. Um, but I got a bone to pick. First of all, I'm sure you're aware, obviously, of the Power Rangers. But like, was there you're, you're a bit older than me, not much. I, how, how old are you? I am 40 this year. Okay, so I'm I got eight I got nine years on you. So yeah, I I'll admit I I know who they are. I know they have different colors, but I don't know anything about them because I was twenty twenty one at the time and trying to be okay, a mature so university it's... student. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Pokemon came out and people are still big fans of that. So I don't necessarily. <laughs> buy That's, that, fair. So. That's fair. That's fair. So I saw I watched the trailer because I needed to make sure that I'm not missing anything. Mm. Um, I don't I don't buy it, Clay. So first of all, they show the Green Ranger. Everybody knows that, uh, you know, the Green Ranger, the um, Mr. Frank has has passed. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know how they're going to make that work. Clearly, they're going to figure it some way. Obviously, when you've got a helmet and a spandex suit on, you can do whatever the heck you want until they take their helmets off. Um, yeah. There's no Amy Jo Johnson, the original Pink Ranger, which oh. really, uh, it upsets me. I know apparently there was a second Pink Ranger that I missed. So I must have been a, a late teenager at that point. We're interested in in actual girls and sports and and those sorts of things. Um, I, I didn't quite get that. And then like the the original characters, the the Blue Ranger and the Black Ranger, um, it's them now, and they're older than me and probably closer to your age. And yet, so they look old. Not you don't look old, Clay, but I'm saying they look old. They don't look young anymore. Let's put it that way. And. Um, Yet they put everything on there, and maybe there's some other things that I'm missing out of the trailer. But they put the whole spandex suit and the helmets, and all of a sudden they're fighting like they were in the early '90s. And it just it doesn't quite it doesn't quite compute with me. And then yeah. like the the Zords, you know, they're 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 um, the the dinosaur machines that com, you know combine to make the Megazord. They're all the same. They didn't even upgrade it. You've got 20 plus years to make this like the best. <laughs> You know, reboot movie, and you're like, no, we're going to keep it original, but we're going to have it in high def or 4K. No, 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 no. You got to re up. You got to pass the cards out. You got to get a new deck 
and you got to run with it. And last but not least, I didn't see Zordon, the big tube. I didn't see him in the trailer, which I mean, he's not really a great character, but like he's mm. he's the guy that ran the show. It'd be like having a Batman without Alfred. Right, right, right. I don't. Buy well, that's it. the. That's the first thing you said in the last four minutes that made sense to me. So, uh, but what I will say this, <laughs> um, I appreciate that. Thank you. No, answer me one, one question. Then it'll help sure. formulate my, my response. Yes. 20 years ago or whatever, 25 years ago, when these guys were popular was the yeah. whole notion of you'd see their face and then they don the mask or, or so they like go from, it's interesting and I'll have to send you a clip. So they okay. go from their teenage selves. Oh, and by the way, like the area that they hung out, like this little cafeteria, it's yeah. the exact same one from the 90s. Like didn't even bother to upgrade it. Like it, even like 90210 got some new stuff. That's so true. Yeah. all these all these reboots, at least they got some updated things. Like, no, 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 we're going to keep the really lame uh, neon lighting and and the, you know, the the neon like mint and and pink and and green and orange all no they kept it all the same so i just looked at no, power it, rangers cafeteria i see it now yes yeah it's, it's awful so no they would start out as their teenage selves they'd get ah. their little belt buckle do the morphin time thing and then magically lightning hits and all of a sudden their suits are on so okay so they would do that occasionally they took their helmets off right but uh yeah i just like uh... okay so so okay actually that makes a lot of sense now that's that puts things into context why we're worried about an original actor passing away or this person not being the original or too many loose ends basically okay having said that do you think then or is it acknowledged that it's all stunt doubles doing all the or oh, i'm not or, yeah i'm not stupid i'm aware of that. <laughs> <laughs> like let's 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 put all the cards on the table i'm not an idiot i'm fully aware that these are clearly different people in the suits and I'm okay, aware so, of how camera angles work. They can right. they can do whatever they want with the the magic of of movies and television. So, bottom line, are you going to go watch this thing? Well, it's on Netflix. No way. Oh, I saw the trailer and I was upset. Clay it ruined a uh, at least a, an eighteenth of my childhood. So, okay, I <laughs> I'll take your word for it. I'll I'll take the the listeners' word for it. Um, and I'll, I'll just keep my ear to the ground and yeah on Twitter and see if what you find say out about the show. Yeah, if you find out it hits in the 80s on Rotten Tomatoes and maybe give it a peek. Clay's okay. in his head. He's like, seriously, we talked Canucks for like 58 minutes and he brings up this garbage to end the show. Like, it's like, well, thanks, Ryan. Appreciate it. Maybe <laughs> never see you on Steve Dangle podcast. Again. <laughs> no, we'll get you on again. Whatever. whatever. It's fine. It's fine. Um, uh, Clay, we're uh, we're about at the end here. It's been an absolute blast having you on talking Canucks, talking, uh, you know, basically a little bit of everything. A lot of pop culture, a lot of... Yeah. Uh, lot of apparel today which was mm -hmm. I'm, I'm glad sometimes we need to get away with from the reality as we said yeah. um you're a busy guy everybody most of the people that i follow know what's going on with you but because in in true fashion we do offer this space up let everybody know what's going on uh with with clay uh what's coming up is there like something cool that we need to know about just vamp for you know you got yourself a minute or whatever awesome. like just tell everybody what's going on where they can find you if there's something that we need to know about that we don't know about go for it i appreciate that thank you ryan and thanks uh, to you and ted for always being such uh, great advocates for me and my channels as well so i'm canuck clay both here uh actually on youtube and on twitter and with regards to my content creation i have a youtube channel canuck clay would love for you guys to follow along there I, and uh, do daily vlogs mostly pre-game post-game 
um, some analysis, some breakdown videos. But where I've really had a lot of fun, Ryan, in the past year is doing a nightly live stream. So five days a week from Sunday to Thursday, I'm doing a late night show, 11 o'clock, except on Sundays where I start at 1030 for, for an extended show. But yeah, five nights a week, I'm streaming and having a lot of fun. And then um, sometimes those are post-game recaps. Other times they're interviews. And a lot, most of the time it's just simply re re reading and reacting to comments and questions. But the, the one thing that I do have coming up almost near the end of the year is Sunday, April the 2nd. It's the Canucks actually hosting the Kings. So it's mm -hmm. a home game. I'll be hosting my my next meetup, so it might be hard for you to get there, Rye. But for anyone that's in the Lower Mainland, I'll be sharing a lot about that on my socials over the next couple of weeks. But Sunday night, April the second, we're gathering at Monkey Nine Brewing, one of my sponsors uh, in Richmond, to watch the Canucks game and to celebrate um, this season. However, you want to categorize it. So uh, thank so you for yeah, yeah. having me on here. Uh, please give my regards to Ted and uh, keep up the great work. I, I have a huge admiration, and respect for what you guys do here. So I, I do want to say both Ted and I have been on your Steve Dangle uh, network podcast. Uh, oh, the, yeah, that, game over. Don't forget yep. that, man. Like, don't don't forget. Like, you've you got a few bills to pay, I'm sure. So yeah, um, I will say really quickly. Yeah, one one out of every three games. So yes, I uh, I'm on Steve Dangle's podcast network, SDPN, a, a post game show called Game Over Vancouver, and I do yeah I do a third of the season on there as well. Thank you, Ryan. There you go. So we've both been on it. I saw Ted. He was on the last one. So, uh, of course, I decided I'm going to throw YouTube on my big, my, we all have big TVs now. I, it used to be a big deal when we were younger. Now it's just like, oh, you only have a 55 inch. It's like, <laughs> it's like the 32 that we all grew up with. And I was like, put him on YouTube, took a picture, sent it to his wife. I'm like, he's on TV. He's on TV. We're, we're still small town people. We, in, we enjoy the, the, the bright lights of the big city. So that's awesome. Um, man. That's we do awesome. appreciate being on your show as well. It's a lot of fun. I mean, it is a lot of fun to talk the Canucks. I think we all forget that sometimes that it is, yeah. it's a sport, it's entertainment and you know, we need something to complain about. We need something to celebrate. And I think it's a nice, it's a nice disconnect from everything else. And if we're going to complain in unison about something, that's a pretty good thing to complain about. So um clay i do appreciate it thank you so much uh for coming on uh the pp1 podcast on behalf of canuck clay and ryan that's me this is the pp1 podcast on crier media i've already told you where you can watch us and find us but in case you forget um i'll, I'll put in the the podcast link um peace out everyone have a wonderful evening hi i'm matt cundall host of the sound off podcast the podcast about broadcast. Every week since 2016, we've been bringing on broadcast leaders to talk about their experiences in radio, what they've seen, and where they believe it is all going. If you live and love radio, subscribe to the Sound Off Podcast with Matt Cundall wherever you get your podcasts. It's your boy, Josh Elijah here, co-host of the Down by Two podcast and DB2Bets, which now drops every Friday. We wanted to break off a piece of that weekend action, so we decided to move our show over to Fridays. Now you might be asking yourself, what in the hell is even DB2Bets? Daddy, chill. What the hell is even that? Well, DB2Bets is our sports betting show that is powered by Betstamp. We use the Betstamp app to find the best odds available across all different sports books. And be sure to tune in every Friday and follow along with our picks. Or don't use our picks. Do the opposite. It's your life. Make your own decisions. Just make sure you line shop and please gamble responsibly.